Welcome to the Taste and See podcast, in which we will turn our attention to the mystery of Holy Badarak, the main worship service of the Armenian Church, our Eucharistic celebration. I'm Deacon Eric Bazi. In this first episode, we'll be exploring Holy Badarak as healing. In other words, how we can encounter Christ as healer within Holy Badarak. I'd like to begin by reading a private prayer of the celebrant during Holy Badarak, although keep in mind, all prayers of the Badarak, including those of the priest, belong to the people. The celebrant prays, And now I beseech you, let this be to me not for condemnation, but for the remission and forgiveness of sins, for health of soul and body, and for the performance of all deeds of virtue, so that this may purify my breath and my soul and my body, and make me a temple and a habitation of the All-Holy Trinity. Let this be to me. What is the this to which the celebrant refers? The holy body and blood of our Lord Jesus Christ. Somehow, Badarak touches our entire being, soul, and body. Again, Ail ik havutyun, yevitogotyun merats, harokchutyun hokvo yevmarmno but for the remission and forgiveness of sins, for health of soul and body. Perhaps we don't often think of Holy Badarak as healing. If we only listen for the word in Karapar, Pajishkutyun, we only hear it a few times as we pray for others. For example, when we sing Devohormya, Yevhivantats, Pajishkutyun, Nunchetselots, Arkayutyun, in healing to the sick, the kingdom to those at rest. But does Badarak only give us an opportunity to pray for the healing of those who are physically ill? Or is Badarak itself a healing encounter with Jesus Christ? Let's recall for a minute the story found in the Synoptic Gospels when Jesus heals the paralytic. Hungry for a miracle, four friends carry another paralyzed friend to receive healing from Jesus and go to extremes to get him right at his feet. When the crowds were too large to keep them from getting close, they went up to the roof of the house in which Jesus was speaking and tore a hole through it and lowered their paralyzed friend down in front of Jesus. Surely there must have been a curious silence waiting to hear what Jesus would say after such an intrusion. But rather than scold the four men for this interruption, Jesus rewards their active faith and sees an opportunity to transform the life of the paralytic and anyone else watching and listening with an open heart. And that includes us today. Interestingly, Jesus didn't say to the paralytic, be healed, or rise and walk. Not immediately anyway. He said something unexpected to the man who was bound and unable to move. My son, your sins are forgiven. Is that what we would expect to hear if we wanted and prayed for physical healing? We might even say, you forgive my sins? I don't remember confessing anything. So what's the connection between forgiveness and healing? Well, if it's not obvious, then perhaps we need to revisit our understanding of sin and forgiveness, and then we can place it in the context of Badarak as an experience of God's healing. Sin is often simplified and thought of as broken rules, and repentance as behavior modification. Sin, of course, includes evil acts such as murder, greediness, and sexual immorality, 
but it doesn't only manifest itself as evil behavior. Simply put, sin is broken communion with God and with one another. It is everything and anything in the world that distracts or pulls us in a direction away from God, from faith, from undivided devotion to him. In other words, sin is a condition, a process of corruption, a disease that eats away at life. And so rather than emphasizing sin and salvation in terms of right and wrong or broken rules, we approach it as a matter of life and death. In other words, from the Armenian Church's perspective, sin, rather than being a genetic legal status before God, is an ontological or existential condition, much like a disease. And it is not just a human condition, but pervades the entire created order. As St. Gregory of Nyssa writes, our diseased nature needed a healer. And so we inherited a world diseased with and dominated by death a world out of communion with its creator, a world that Jesus came to reconcile and set right, to forgive, to heal, and to save, beginning with his incarnation, his embodiment of human flesh and blood. Which brings us back to Badarak. When we, the people, offer the gifts of the bread and wine during Badarak, we are offering ourselves our most basic needs our whole life, who we are at our best and who we are at our worst. And we ask for God to return those gifts as himself for life, hope of resurrection, expiation, and remission of sins, to quote another one of the celebrant's prayers. The gifts of the bread and wine he gives back to his people as his own body and blood for forgiveness, healing, and salvation. In many ways, these words are synonymous. So Badarak is not only about the transforming of the bread and wine, but also about transforming us into the people God wants us to be, the body of Christ. All or most of that transformation requires us to be healed in various ways. Surely, we can think of the bread and wine as medicinal. As Jesus said, truly, truly, I say to you, Unless you eat the flesh of the Son of Man and drink his blood, you have no life in you. But in no way is it magic or a fast-acting wonder pill. Healing takes time. There are complex layers to our pain and experiences. And it requires our dependence on God as we allow him to do his work in us, which is very often uncomfortable. Certainly, Jesus saw beneath the man's paralysis the condition of sin that accompanied his physical ailment and in many cases accompanies our own. Shame, despair, loneliness, humiliation, confinement. He came to forgive these and everything else that ails us, binds us, and enslaves us. The hardship of divorce, broken families, death of loved ones, betrayal from friends and family, addictions of various kinds, rejection, the wounds caused by physical and emotional abuse. Whatever debilitating circumstances we are currently experiencing, Badarak is an opportunity for us to offer them to Jesus and for Jesus to share his divine gifts and blessings with us in return, his divine life, love, and forgiveness. And what is the result of forgiveness? Healing. 
It unites and makes whole, brings us back into communion with God and with one another. Forgiveness is God's life, his grace, mercy, and salvation. It is that which unbinds us or unparalyzes our ailments and suffering. And how often we both petition and celebrate God's forgiveness in Holy Badarak. Elsewhere during Badarak, the priest prays the following. You, Lord, to whom we offer these oblations, accept from us this presentation and consummate it to be the mystery of the body and blood of your only begotten. And grant this bread and this cup to be for us, who taste of them, a remedy of forgiveness for our sins. Join this prayer to Jesus' words to the paralytic, and the connection of healing and forgiveness cannot be any clearer. Your sins are forgiven. Rise, take up your pallet, and go home. The paralytic is forgiven of sin and is given physical strength to stand up, carry his bed, and walk home. Again, to be healed is to be forgiven, and to be forgiven is to be healed. Forgiveness, then, is much more than righting a behavioral wrong or a broken rule, much broader than the context of the law within which Jesus' criticizers in this story understood sin and forgiveness, and within which many of us understand or misunderstand forgiveness today. We agree together with the celebrant as he prays, We thank you, Christ the King, who did grant us life through your life-giving and holy body and blood. Grant us forgiveness and your great mercy. In the Gospels, whenever Jesus heals, people see clearly, their eyes are opened, they are forgiven, they walk, they awaken, they are resurrected, they carry their sick beds home, their sins are remembered no more, they proclaim his goodness and what he has done for them. Choose your favorite healing story and insert the results of that encounter with Jesus. What is Badarak but a direct encounter with the person of Jesus Christ? In a special and mysterious way, he comes to his people through the reading of the gospel and through his saving body and blood. Furthermore, the entire Badarak is confessional, penitential. We experience peace and love as we share forgiveness with one another. It's a love song that celebrates his incarnation at which he bridged humanity and divinity, healing the world. During Badarak, we are brought to the very feet of Jesus, just like the four friends who carried the paralytic, which again is each one of us. And we plead for his continued healing and forgiveness from the opening prayer to the final amen. And of course, no experience of God is ever granted simply for our own edification, but in order for us to share that gift with others. Holy Badarak nourishes us to be missional, to bring healing to the world. And so each of us are also one of the four friends carrying others within our community, believing for them for their healing. And we are the paralytic who goes out into the world to share his healing encounter with Jesus Christ with whomever. After he was forgiven, what was the proof of his sickness is now the witness to his salvation and healing, that being his bed. The healing process continues or is passed on when we heal others through our own forgiven wounds. If Holy Badarak is the Holy Communion of God's people, the Church, with Jesus Christ and with one another, 
where we experience God's presence, his forgiveness and peace, then what else can Badarak be but a healing experience? And so, Jesus invites all of us to taste and see the mystery of Holy Badarak as healing.